Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is the Dream Team series. It continues on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. We've got a beauty for you today with a legend that played 105 NRL games, almost 60 in the UK. Barry Waters dropped on in. Now, mate, I've got to get this out of the way very first. 105 NRL games, six tries. Thank you very much. Now, though, I'm going to take you back almost 30 years. Sunday, July 3, 1994. Wynn Stadium in Wollongong, you were playing for the Steelers against Parramatta and you had your one and only kick at goal. It missed bustling. What happened? Tell us the story as to how you ended up with the sand and the ball. Mate, I used to goal kick, funny enough. Um, I used to goal kick all through coming through the lower grades. Wow. Um, yeah, and uh, kicked a fair few in the lower grades and um, could have had an injury that day. Or we, we went out the back. They brought a goal kicker in out the back um, to – to sort of have a have a look over us and um, uh, teach us a bit, and sort of I nailed him really, really good that day. I think I had kicked Rod Wishard, and uh, he was filthy on it. He might be still filthy, but um, but uh, yeah. So and then I was hitting him sweet, and um, I'm not sure if Witchy was injured or he played that day. But Johnny Simon used to kick as well. But um, I think maybe maybe they just threw me the ball and said have a kick because they weren't available. So I was probably the third stringer. But I'm filthy now. I, I didn't remember that, but um, I was hoping you were finishing the story that I kicked it, but I, it must have been from the sideline. It must have been from the sideline. <laughs> Two stints at the Dogs, mate, in what was, I think we could say, an amazing time in the sport. Professionalism was the key word. Super League had arrived. You look back now, the 90s, crazy, crazy times. Oh, it was, mate. It, it was unbelievable, you know. So, um, I, I, you know, I miss I miss them times, the 90s. Uh, I miss the... The hard, tough footy and the and the and the mateship and um, you know it was the days when we used to play and and give it to each other on the field and then go back to each other's leads clubs and mm. have a drink and enjoy each other's company you know and um, that certainly doesn't happen uh, you know and then sort of Super League come in and sort of turned everything turned everything on its head and kept everyone guessing and where they're going and what they're doing so there was a lot of confusion around in them days but um, I'm glad now it sorted itself out mate and the league's back to where it is today. Absolutely, mate. You, you started at the Dogs, you finished with the Dogs, you had a year at the Steelers, and I had almost completely forgotten a, a year at the Roosters too. How did that come about? Um, yeah, mate, I, I went to, look, looking back, I, I wish I stayed at Canberra. I was looking for a bit of a change, and people think change was a holiday. I enjoyed my time in Illawarra. They were a tight-knit group and a yep. great bunch of blokes, and um, Gray Murray, God rest his soul, he was a fantastic coach, and I had a year down there and sort of started the year pretty good and then just sort of dwindled off the back end of the year and then Joey Thomas um, got me a meeting with Gus and I went over there to the Roosters. Um, I got crook, I got a bad blood disorder and I sort of was out for most of the year 
Um, and then sort of I didn't know where I was going to go then. But then um, Steve Folks and Gary Carden, one of the legend trainers of Canterbury, got me back there. And I was sort of just on a train and trial, mate. And, and um, it wasn't much history, but they say the rest is history. And um, the second stint at Canterbury, I just probably realised how good the club was. Well, I knew how good it was, but, you know, just really cemented how, how great it was. And I found my feet again, mate, and just had the best five, six years of my time um, there before I went over to the UK. You mentioned a name there that a lot of listeners wouldn't be familiar with, but if you uh, are Bulldogs tragic, you'll know the name Gary Carden, a guy that is as much Bulldog as anyone else, didn't play a first-grade game. He was the trainer and he was also the glue that kept everything together for decades and decades, mate. Oh, mate, he was Canterbury. He um, he turned boys into footballers, mate. He, um, he turned us all around. He, he trained us so hard, but we all loved him. We hated him at the time, yeah. but... Mate, he he's made so many careers, mate. You know, he's um he's made Rocky Awesome's book, he's made Sonny Bill Williams's book, so it just shows um, you know, how good he is and yeah, he's he's Canterbury through and through and um, you know, all the success off the field, uh, on the field, sorry, from you know, premierships and that, um, a lot of it's owed to Canterbury uh to Gary Carden. Okay, this is the dream team. It can be any thirteen, any thirteen you like best ever. There's no rules, it's your rules because you're the coach. What have you done here, mate? Have you simply gone best ever? No, I've gone with um, I've gone with drinkers, mate, um, <laughs> because there's so many there's there's so there's so many um, you know great football footballers that come and gone and sort of um, and blokes I've played with and played against and you know the the list could go on, mate. So I've sort of had a thought through about who sort of I've been with through various clubs and and had some great times with and and always there till last drinks, you know. So. Um, you know, they're, they're a fantastic bunch of blokes and I've really enjoyed their company. That's what's footy about is meeting people like this and you have friends for life. I fully agree and, and so much of the success on the field equates to camaraderie off the field and times like this with guys like this who Barry's about to mention, sharing a beer, having a laugh and spending some time together. Okay, mate, who who is the fullback? Paul Wellens. Now, there's a little smoky. Um Enjoyed your time in the UK with him, mate? Yeah, I did, mate. He was a young kid coming up, and uh, it was only uh, 17, turning 18 when I first got there. And um, I remember mentioning to Wello um, uh, on a Monday, we had a bit of a flog session on the Monday, and me and Darren Britt said, oh, well, we're, we're going to go to the pub for a beer. And he turned around and went, pub for a beer on a Monday? You're blokes a kid, aren't you? I said, no, nah, we go down. He said, oh, I'll just come down and have a Coke. So Monday, next Monday come. Um, so Colin Wellows, we're going down to the pub. He said, okay, I'll just have two. And as the year went on, he was just tapping us on the show and said, we're going to the pub Monday. We're going to the pub. We're going to the pub. <laughs> and uh, I think two turned into 12 every Monday. And then we just become the Monday club. And um, it just grew from there. It was me, Brittany, and Wellow. And then the whole team started coming. And then we ended up having to change pubs because the coaching staff were hunting us down, <laughs> not putting us to drink on a Monday. So we just kept uh, sending messages and just changing, covering our tracks. But he's, um, Fantastic kid, mate. He's had a, you know, he's life of the party. Love, love the point. Oh, that is terrific. A terrific yarn involving Paul Wellens. I cannot imagine the impact of you and Darren Britt together in the north of England. Terrific. Okay, what about our wingers? Well, mate, I've had to push um, a bloke from a centre to the wing. So we've gone the old Australian tour picks. Uh, I've gone for Mary McGregor on one wing. Now, uh, Mary, Mary, just he's always up for a schooner. Mary um, trains hard, uh, 
and drinks hard. Yep. Um, he's fantastic, Mary. He's just uh, always fun to be around, mate. He's um, he's an outstanding bloke, outstanding human. He's um, he's kind, he's uh, passionate, and um, mate, he's um, and he'll always go to the bar and ask you for a schooner. So he's good that, that way too. Yeah, fully agree with everything you said about Mary. Who's on the other side? A bloke called Chuck Heron, Ian Chuck Heron. The great man. The great man, Chucky. Now, I um, I used to have a crystal soft drink run, and Chucky had one as well uh, through the 90s. I'm not sure if you used to get them delivered to your house, Andy, but um, they were a household name back then. And, yep. uh, we used to have both have some runs together, and he was at the Dragons then, and I was I was at the Canterbury and then sort of going um, over at Canterbury. And um, we got on really well, mate. And, mate, he, had, he was like me. He had shares in resources. He used to like going to the casino. Uh, used to catch up in the afternoons for a beer or after training at nights and mate he um he was the life of the party. He um he would never go home. Um he was always talking people into staying and going in different various places and he'd always love to see the sun come up, Chook. But um mate he he just um he he just loves life, Chook. He's always got a smile on his face, always laughing, always looking to do something. Terrific. Paul McGregor and Ian Heron on the wings. What about our centres? <clears throat> we got uh Laurie Daly and Mick Cronin. Yeah, there's two real men and, and beer drinkers right there. Yeah, well, Laurie's not a Laurie's not a spirit man, so he might have to just keep pushing through into the early hours of the morning. But um, mate, Loz, I've always had a beer of Loz. Been out the lunches with Loz. He's he's a fantastic bloke, you know. He's a really really good bloke. He's got some stories. He's fantastic. Um, uh, the Crow, Mick Cronin. Well, mate, I was a Parramatta supporter growing up as a kid. Um, I would like to put a lot more in, but. I've bumped Crow down, and I've put him in too because you've got Cronin's pub, mate, so we'd have to sort of meet there. Um, he's got accommodation as well, so hopefully he'd look after us for the uh, um, the whole weekend. I think it'd be a – if we caught up, mate, on the weekend, I think it'd be called a Chinese weekend, fry sat sun, um, yeah. and it'd go for three days. But, um, yeah, but the Crow, I always loved him growing up as a kid, mate. So And, I, and when you go down to his pub and you sit there and have a beer, just the stories he tells, yeah. mate, the memories and, and – and I'd probably sit in awe of him of what he achieved in life as a footballer as well. So pretty strong centre lineup. Yeah, it certainly is, mate. I did a uh, Legend Series interview for the podcast with Mick Cronin and as a, a young para fan as well. Uh, and I've known Mick over the journey for 30-odd years, but being able to sit down and talk in depth about his career, and we did it in the pub, absolutely next level. I loved it. Uh, you're a proud Bulldog, mate. You still work at the Bulldogs, and I shouldn't have to ask, but I will as a matter of formality who your 5'8 is. But, uh, yep, tell us anyway. Well, mate, I've sort of gone the way of um, sort of blokes outside our club because I enjoy, um, and I know you're probably referring to, is Terry Bar Bar Lamb. I love having schooners with Bar, uh, but I get to do that often, so yep. I'm blessed to do that because any time around these companies, uh, good company. Um, we're very good mates, um, and obviously he, he he could drive me down to the party. Yeah. Um, but um, but so I thought I'd just go with blokes that sort of I sort of played a little bit with, and and sort of blokes I didn't, but got 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 on well with. But so for the five eight mate, I've gone to the Northern Beaches in Cliffy Lions. Yeah, Cliffy Lions, old school. Um, have a beer, light one up uh, at half time, light one up at full time, and get on with it. He belongs in this side. What about your number seven? Uh, mate, we go up near your way, mate, Alfie Langer. Yeah. Alfie Langer, a Sunshine Coast boy, uh, Brisbane Bronco, Maroon, Kangaroo, and did it all and did it all in style. That is one hell of a halves combination. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer.
your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top quality fencing solutions. Glass and aluminium pool fencing. Genuine colour bond steel fencing. Slat fencing and laser cut screens. Custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered. The Dream Team series continues. We've got a 105-gamer, bustling Barry Ward, joining us. This isn't a best-ever 13. This is a drinker's 13. The back line is a cracker, but... The forwards are the ones that win matches and the forwards are also the ones that dominate at the bar. That's proven. That's fact. Who's locking our scrum in our drinkers 13, Baz? Mate, I've had to put him in, so I'm running with a ball playing 13 um, at the back end of his career, uh, Joey Johns. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't fit the halves in, so I looked for a ball playing 13, so he fit the bill. He was, he's a bit bigger than, you know, I could have swapped Cliffy and I suppose Joey, but I had to go one way, but... Um, you got to get Joey in. He's the captain. Yeah. Okay. Andrew Johns as captain and no arguments. The fact he should be in the side. Hates a schooner. I think he's reformed now. I think he's behaving himself a lot better. But the younger days, Joey, absolutely sideways. What about our second rowers, my man? Mate, I've gone for Trevor Gilmeister and Neil Pincinelli. Trevor Gilmeister and Neil Pincinelli. Pincinelli from the Steelers fame uh, and a guy that we don't hear a lot of in the modern era, but he was part of that that Steelers club and Steelers side of the early to mid-1990s. There's a lot of, lot of tough boys in there, a lot of men, a lot of just genuinely hard men of which Neil was one. Mate, he was, he was a... Um... Shags, as they call him, he was a freak, mate. He could drink schooners like no tomorrow, and he could train like no tomorrow. Like I've never seen a bloke drink and train like him, mate. He just, uh, he was one of the best. Let me tell you, he was, uh, and a and a great bloke too, mate. Absolute great bloke. Um, they used to do a they used to do a uh, hill run at Wollongong, and he get to the pub at ten in the morning, and the hill run was at two, and he'd get he'd get there at ten and start drinking with Johnny Cross and um, Big Waddy Waddell and that. And the run was a two and they'd all turn up, you know, people would turn up with their, their numbers on and stretch and go for a swim and freshen up and all serious and do it. And Pinto would just walk out the pub and just get up the 4K and beat them all and just come back and start drinking more schooners. <laughs> it was oh, an annual event. Imagine a head coach now knowing that one of your stars is doing that. They just wouldn't have it. Okay, we move uh, into the... he turn around and just say, I'm just running it out, Muzz. I'm just running it out. Too good. We move into the front row. Who is in eight and ten, mate? Uh, Brucey Bruiser-Clark. Yeah. And Craig Salvatore. Craig Salvatore, the Italian stallion. He couldn't go past the lunchtime without a schooner, mate. No about that. Because you did spend a year at the Roosters, uh, and Salvo would have been there at the time, wouldn't he? He was, mate. Yeah, he was, Salvo. And Brucey Clark, there's a... um, a wine back, a throwback, if you like, to one of the great magpies. Oh, mate, yeah, it is. And I've got a little story. We um, I used to drink at the East Hills Hotel. Yep. Um, and, mate, Bruce used to live around the corner. And uh, Saturdays we used to go down there for punt day. Um, and we used to be able to buy schooner cards, 20 schooners for $40 down there oh. uh, on a Saturday. So the good thing was if you're having a punt and you're 
you've done your ass on the punt, at least you'd still have your schooners, you know? Yep. Um, so it was a pretty good thing. It used to get dirty if you went home and washed them and, and still had about 18 left and have to buy a new one. But anyway, um, anyway, we um, we went down one Saturday harbour and, and, and Bruiser walked in. He said, you want a schooner? I said, yeah, mate, I'd love to have a beer. Yeah, it was the first time I sort of met him. And anyway, um, the first schooner, it was two gulps with him. And I went, freaking hell. So this went on for about 16, 18 schooners. We got through the schooner card in about oh, two hours. And anyway, and I thought, I've got to change this up here. So it was about four o'clock in the afternoon. And I said, oh, mate, I'm a bit over the schooners, Bruiser. How about we, one of my favourites, Contro? And he turned me, he said, you wouldn't believe it, Barry. That's my favourite. <gasps> and so anyway, so about six o'clock, I'm sideways. Um, he's gone over the road and bought Chinese and drove home like he just walked in that one schooner. <laughs> I've, ended, I've ended up, someone's woke me in the garden about 7.30 around the corner, absolutely Absolutely T-Bane. I said, I'll never drink with you ever again. <laughs> that is terrific. Absolutely terrific from uh, Bruiser Clark. What about our hooker to round out the side, mate? Mate, the nicest bloke I've ever ever met, and uh, he's done a lot for me, mate. And everyone, I've never heard a bad word about this bloke, is uh, Joey Thomas. Yep. Uh, mate, Joey, just a lovely, lovely man. Yeah, Joey Thomas, terrific fella and part of that uh that Bulldogs dominance for many years. So the Barry Ward Drinkers 13 reads like this. Paul Wellens is the fullback, a Mary and a Chook on the wing with Paul McGregor and Ian Heron, Laurie Daly and Mick Cronin. What about that centre pairing? Cliff Lyons and Alan Langer are the halves. Joey Johns is at lock and captain. Neil Pincinelli and Trevor Gilmeister are the second rowers. The front row is Bruce Clark, Joe Thomas and Craig Salvatore. There's a hangover there, mate. Oh, mate. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's a... I'd hate to see the bar bill. Yeah, correct, mate. Two seasons in the UK at the end for you with uh, St Helens. You mentioned Paul Wellens earlier. So close to a Challenge Cup both years. You missed out by a week in 03. You got beaten by bloody Wigan in the final of 02. What do you remember about uh, that 2002 Challenge Cup? Mate, the biggest thing we remember is a couple of things. Um, we... Uh, Mate, we we um we belted Leeds in the semi. Yeah. Um, we're in we're in um red hot form going into it. Um, and mate, we had the worst captain's run you would ever want to see. Dropping balls, and we were warming up on this field, and sort of had a dip on either side of it, and we're throwing the ball to wingers, and they were missing. It was going down. We had to run around and get it. It was probably one of the worst training sessions we ever had. And mate, we just didn't recover from that training session mentally. You know, we um. We we you know we we went up there full of confidence, not too confident, but we 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 were you know ready to go and uh, mate, we just trained poor leading up to it. Um, Chris Radlinski actually was in hospital all week, and he come out of his hospital bed and um, mate, he cut us up to yeah. pieces. Um, Kieran Cunningham got a try that, um, under the post, but wasn't awarded. But that's the way it goes. I still still remind Greg McCallum of that. But um, yeah, they played really good that day, and they just sort of blew us off the park and. Just got us at a, at the right time, you know, because we were we were belting everyone over there and we were the dominant side. But you know, full credit to Wigan. Like, would have loved to win one, but you know, you, you hate losing um, and you want to put it out of your memory bank. But the, the 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 build up to it and playing in front of that many people up there at Murrayfield in Scotland, mate, it was certainly a, a pleasure. Awesome dream team, awesome chat, mate. We always have a, a good chat and a good laugh, and it's been that way for about 30 years. Look after yourself, big fella, and I look forward to catching up with you in the near future. 
Certainly, mate. We might get on one of them harbour cruises again and have a few beers together. Correct. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series where, over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. The Rugby League Superpod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team series will get you through the weekend, no dramas. Past and present players deliver their best ever 13. Or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.